and welcome back to episode 18 of the Church Girl Podcast. Yes, we are on episode 18. Aren't you excited? I'm so excited. Like, again, I know, Raven, you say that every freaking episode. When aren't you excited? But I guess I guess this, that's just what it, what it is when it comes to me recording this podcast. It is a lot of excitement just because I love... I love being able to do this. I love being able to just talk about God. Like that it really is my favorite thing to do. To just sit and, and marvel at the the wondrous, just amazing, constantly like mind-blowing ways that God works. It's my favorite thing to do. But um yeah, it's episode 18. And I think I said either on the last episode or or the episode before the last episode that I wanted to kind of get back into the reason I started this podcast because it has I have picked up more and more reasons and, and, and motivations and intentions as I've been recording episodes. But I, I, I do want to kind of get back into some of those things that I spoke about on the first episode of the podcast where I really want to just like make some things plain um, as it regards to how a relationship of God works. Um, oppose uh, uh, or, or in comparison to I think what is taught via religion uh, tradition and because you know I believe that religion is just a combination of tradition and you know culture and through that religion has become a thing and it's it, it is kind of I at least I feel and I think a lot of other people who um, identify with having a relationship with God kind of have come to the same conclusion which is that this this the, the 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 religious quote unquote religious traditional way of doing things that's all made that that a lot of that is man made a lot of that is you know things that have just been added to you know tradition and culture like I said over time and it's just stuck and so now like people just now associate it with God and it's not necessarily true it's not necessarily accurate it is not necessarily representative of God and the relationship that. We all are um, invited to have with him. And so I've kind of touched a few of those topics, I think. Um, but on this episode, I actually would like to talk about something that um, came from a pretty interesting conversation that I had with my uncle. Um, yesterday was Friday, um, uh, the 14th, May the 14th. His birthday was Thursday, the uh, 13th. But I took him out for dinner on Friday because he had to work on his birthday. Um, but after we had dinner, which was, it was a really nice dinner. We went downtown to this place called the Eagle. It was pretty good. The food was pretty good. The chicken was good. And I actually, I, these days I don't eat too much, uh, like spicy food because it just don't sit right. <laughs> it just does not like, I have a very sensitive stomach these days. Um, but I had the chicken with the, uh, spicy honey and it was pretty good. Like it's, it's, it's the right amount of spice. Like I can do that, that level of spice and it not do anything to me. And it was really good. Um, but yeah, uh, I took him to dinner and after dinner, we were just like talking, chopping it up, you know, just continuing some of the conversation that we was that we were having during dinner. And we kind of got into the topic of, you know, spirituality and religion. And, and you know, I'm very y'all, like y'all know me. Y'all should know me by now. Like I said, talking about God is my favorite thing to do. So I always jump at the opportunity to, to kind of get other people's understandings of, of their relationship with God. I always love having that conversation. And he was kind of explaining some of his thoughts and some of his feelings. And it just kind of tripped me out to understand that we were kind of like, in a lot of aspects, we were kind of in the same frame of mind, which is that, you know, I don't have to commit to a building in order to commit to God. 
You know what I mean? Like I don't have to show up every every Sunday to this one specific place just to prove that I'm committed to my relationship with God because that's when it really truly comes down to relationship. God is with me wherever I go and all at all times. He is he is he is a part of me, so therefore I cannot leave anywhere without him. And I think and we kind of got like further into the conversation and we both came like, well, I, I, I happen to kind of produce the thought that like, I think a lot of times for people who have grown up in the church and kind of removed themselves from that um, as they kind of matured and grew older. I think a lot of people, once they kind of made that decision to leave the church, it was very like that departure process was not the easiest it, or or. or or maybe it was just because of how like damaging and toxic it was at the time. But I think I think what happens is a lot of times when you are within a church, within a, a traditional religious setting, you often get the impression that you you can only have any kind of true or real connection to God if you are committed to that building and committed to the traditions that are carried out in that building. Like, a lot of times I think that that message is put out in churches. Like, if you if you are not prepared to, to dedicate half of your life to this building or, or, or dedicate a portion of your, your livelihood to this building in a, fin- in a financial way or, like, you, you just, you, you won't receive God. Like, you cannot receive God if you don't go to church. Everybody else who's outside the church, they just lost because they don't know no better and they don't they they don't have any idea of how God works. I think that's the message that a lot of people feel when they end up either leaving the church or they have they start to consider leaving a church and it puts a lot of guilt on that person because it's not like I want to leave God. A lot of times it's not that I want to leave God. I just don't I'm not comfortable in this this place that claims to be a spiritual safe haven, uh, somewhere where I can come where where they're supposed to accept God's God's neediest and God's most weary and God's, you know, most downtrodden where I'm supposed to be able to come as I am and not be judged for what I'm wearing or be judged for, you know, whatever you've heard about me out on the streets or whatever. Like I'm supposed to be able to come here and feel loved and feel like I can still experience the love and the presence of God no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I got on, no matter what y'all have heard about me, I still deserve to be here. And not only that, but if I choose to leave here, God's grace isn't left here behind. God's forgiveness for me isn't left behind. You know, God's God's mercy and his grace and his love for me is not left behind. But that's the feeling that a lot of people get when they 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 have that dilemma of leaving the church. I don't feel loved here, but they say if I if I leave, if I'm not supposed to, if I don't come every Sunday, every every, you know, whatever a lot of churches have, uh, I think Bible study on Wednesdays. Um, if I don't come here I don't ever, to every Bible study lesson or every Sunday school or every morning service, afternoon service, every like if I don't make it to every single, then 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 I, I just I just must not love God that much. I just must not care. I just must not be as committed. And don't get me wrong, I I do I do believe in the power and the 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 the, the purpose of of fellowship, of congregating with with people who understand relationship. But the thing about that is when you truly seek relationship, God makes that so. I have so many people. I I have not been to a church building consistently in years. In in, in literal years. 
but I am constantly around people who understand relationship with God, at least in some level of, of similarity that I do. And we often talk about it and, 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 and revel in the greatness that is God. Often sing his praises. Often teach and learn from one another about how this whole thing works. I'm constantly studying and constantly being around people who understand, who get it, who I'm able to trust that God has put into my life for the for that reason. And the thing about not being confined to a building or or a time or a place is the fact that I can meet I can I can meet up with these people just through occurrences in life. And these moments, these these raw, authentic moments where God reveals something and, and uses that person to teach me something or 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 work me through or, or, or you know, help me work through something or or heal from something. They don't it doesn't feel like my blessings only come on a Sunday morning. It doesn't feel like my blessings only come if I put some tithes and offering in the basket. Those moments come organically the way God intended that's what makes him so marvelous. That's what makes him so amazing. That's what makes him worthy of all the glory and all the praise. His blessings, they're not given away by, by, by institutions or, 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 or a set of rules and regulations. God is graceful because he is. He is merciful because he is. He loves you because he is love. He heals you because he is healing. And if we're real about it, somewhere along the line, we got to be able to admit that the way that churches are run now, how is it that, and again, I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers with this. I know I am. But how is it that we've gotten to a place where these preachers and these pastors and these prophets and all these people who call themselves bishops and bishop this and reverend that, how is it that half your congregation is struggling? Half your congregation can't pay their bills, but you driving around in these fancy cars and living in these luxury mansions and, and making TV appearances and all this other crazy kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I truly understand the abundance of God. I do. God promises his abundance. He, tr- he surely does. And I ain't mad at you for, for experiencing God's abundance. But what I'm saying is, for a lot of y'all, it's become quite clear where your priorities lay. It's become quite clear. And it's why people are so, so, so confused. It's why people are so misunderstanding of what it truly looks like to have relationship with God I'm sorry to tell you Bishop but your flashiness is distracting but y'all too busy trying to trying to you know dictate what 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 the the, the, the wardrobe is for other people walking through the door you too busy trying to convince a, a ex dope boy or a, or a, 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 a ex hooker or something who might just stumble into the church one day wearing something that she just was able to find that morning it was clean and she put it on but she wanted to come to see god she wanted to understand god that morning but when she walked into your church she's a distraction she's the one that's not supposed to be there not you in your armani suit in your flashy your flashy cadillac or whatever y'all drive you're you're not the distraction she is God is in the midst of revealing a lot of things about what is now the church. And it's why so many of us who truly seek relationship with him stray away from the church. Because we see right through it all. We truly understand you for what you are, for what for what it is that you've taken of God and turned it into. And it's why I sit here and I do this podcast, because I truly want other people to know that this is what God is. 
This is this is the kind of peace and the kind of freedom that you get when you truly love God, when you truly honor and respect God and are in in and you're obedient to God. You don't find peace and 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 and, and love and prosperity and material things. God truly teaches you how to love yourself, how to love your life, how to enjoy life, no matter what your circumstance is. He teaches you that you don't have to want to emulate anything of this world in order to find true happiness. There is nothing in this world that can give you the kind of happiness that God can. So I don't even care. I don't even care about this, this superficial material stuff. If I don't never get a million dollars in my life, I still know that through God, I have found the kind of peace and joy and happiness that can never be replaced by a million dollars. Because I can't take that with me when I got to go home. When I have to see him and, and, and stand before him and answer and be accountable for my decisions. God is peace in the, the most violent storm. God is love in the most hateful places. There's nothing of this world. And I do mean nothing that could ever take his place. And there's nothing, no level of imitation, no level of misdirection, no level of just plain, whatever you want to call it. There is nothing that could even come close to imitating who God and what God truly is and what he can truly do for you in your life. All these false prophets and false idols and false icons, they will fall. And as, as people who truly seek relationship with him, grow closer and closer to him, as we truly understand how to let go of this world and, and all of its mess, all of its ungodliness, all of this stuff will become very plain. Honestly, a lot of things are, have become very plain for me currently. Like I just really see through a whole lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm always grateful to God for giving me such clarity. Because I come from a place where I was so lost and confused and, 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 and influenced by the world and all the negative stuff in it. But God's clarity is different. It ain't even just some regular type of understanding. It's some deep stuff. It's some like some mind blowing stuff. It's so much deeper than surface. And I truly do want this for everybody because I truly know that this is what makes the world a better place. This kind of clarity and this understanding about the way that life works. There's no way you can seek to harm other people with this kind of clarity. There's no way you can seek to be selfish or, or, or be destructive with this kind of clarity. There's no way. And I know that because God has blessed me with this clarity, but also this ability to articulate this kind of clarity, that he wants it for you as well. And that is part of my calling to be that vessel for him to be able to help you understand, to help you see that this is where this is who God is. This is how God works. This is what I what he's truly able to do for you. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you have been considering leaving your church home, your spiritual place of birth, the place where it all started for you. For a lot of us, if you are considering that, I don't want you to take this as me encouraging you to do anything. I'm not telling you to leave. I ain't telling you to stay because that's not my job. That is ultimately between you and God. Hear me when I say it, you and God. That is a decision that you have to come to your father and, and make between you and him. The same way I did. If you feel that your spirit is not being fed. Take a chance on letting God either lead you somewhere else where it can be or let him feed you directly. Because believe it or not, 
you can still know God without having a translator. I've gotten to a point where I don't need a translator because I spend enough time working on my communication with God. I don't need anybody to translate for me. And if I do, he makes that available to me without me having to ask for it, without me having to make sure I'm somewhere at, at a certain place at a certain time and on, on a certain day. He doesn't withhold information from me like that. If you feel like your spirit ain't being fed, if you feel like God is moving you in a different direction, if there's any kind of doubt in your mind about if you're truly experiencing God where you are, step out on faith because you, you, you just may be in the wrong place. And what I've also come to learn about God is that, again, he's such a unique teacher that where you are, just because it doesn't work for you doesn't mean that it might not work for somebody else. And that's okay. That's fine. But if it don't work for you, you have every right to go somewhere and to figure out what does. As a matter of fact, that's what God wants, because that's how he he builds that level of obedience that's required for you to learn what you need to learn and be who you need to be. Be who God called you to be. You have to be willing to take that leap of faith. It truly is faith. You are choosing to allow God to lead with no interruptions, no, you know, translation, none of that. Just straight and direct. That's a choice that you're allowed to make, especially in times like this when you can't be sure that whoever has told you that they were called to lead you. If you can't be sure that they they were actually called for that, you don't have to stick around and wait and see. God being able to pour into you and feed into you is a lot more important than you continually giving somebody a chance who just can't do it. This is going to be another short episode of the podcast, but when God wants me to get to the point, I get to it. Because we're getting to a time where I truly have begun to believe that God is truly moving. He is truly taking hold of his people and truly moving them forward in a way that it requires for his people to be aware and to know and to, to understand. And I don't want this to sound like no end of the world, like fire and brimstone type stuff, but I truly feel like God is, is he is shifting. There is a shift in the atmosphere and he is moving very diligently right now. At least in my life, I feel like he wants me to prepare myself. And so when he tells me, I need you to deliver this message and I need you to do it in the time allotted, all right, God, I got you. This is what you want for me to convey to your people. I'll do my best, God. I'll make it happen. I have truly accepted my role and my calling. And again, I don't promise to be any kind of prophet or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just a witness. I'm just a vessel. I'm just sitting here sharing, sharing all the, the lessons learned, just letting you know what it is to know God to love him to to obey him to always be covered and protected and loved by him and i'll i'll just let my life be the example that's all it really takes i appreciate you for listening i will talk to you next week be blessed